This is Samia Bano with Make Change Fun and Easy, podcast to help you create massive positive change in your life and the world. Hello, salam, shalom, namaste, satsyakal, hola, aloha, ciao, and bonjour. I'm so happy to be with you today, and you will be extra happy that you are joining us today. And I say us because I have a very special guest, Aura, and guess what? She's going to be talking to us about how to make more fun and easy to make money. How exciting is that? I can't wait. Aura, please, will you tell us more about who you are and what you do? Hello, how are you? Thank you for having me here. And you just missed saying hello in my language. Oh, what's I'm your from language? Romania. How do you <laughs> so, say hello? Okay, Buna. Buna? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Let's I'm have that on the list. <laughs> I will. Awesome. Yeah. So thank you so much for having me here. I'm so excited to talk to you about money to make money fun and easy how interesting is that very very interesting how do you do it how what what would you say actually maybe before we talk about how do you do it what would you say is like maybe a, a problem that people face or a challenge that people face because of which they struggle to make money and it's not fun and easy yeah it's not right so many people have so much drama about money and it seems like it's so hard and you know what um what is funny that we're making it hard it's not hard at all Mm. at the end of the day money is just energy Mm. we make it uh, mean like it's something so uh, extraordinary and uh we give it so much importance and i'm not saying money is not important of course it is we live in this material world we need money to survive to buy nice things of course but let's let me give you an example um is our oxygen important yes if we don't have it we die it's highly important much more important than money right it's abundant it's free yeah we never think about oxygen as being hard to get we Mm. never have this problem guess what is energy same like money (laughs) oh i love that you see we never yeah we never see like that if we will just treat our money the way we treat our oxygen we will be all set. <laughs> oh the God. problem is, yeah. the problem is, and why it feels so hard for most people when it comes to money is because we are, we've been programmed to be so attached to money. Mm. We never been programmed to be so attached to our oxygen, even though we should <laughs> at least be grateful once in a while, <laughs> right? 
we don't even think about imagine how um our financial situation will be how our life will be if we will never have to think about money if we will just believe that is abundant because it's energy and it's everywhere makes sense yeah yeah it does make sense i i know it's been like for me a few years since the first time i started to think about money as energy and therefore being able to think about money as being something really abundant but that's not the perspective most people have so can you tell us a little bit more about from your perspective when you talk about money being mind, uh, energy what do you really mean by that uh, because most most of us money is that physical bit of paper <laughs> that we must have in our hands yeah. and and be able to give that to someone else to get back something that i want so what do you mean yeah. money is energy okay i will explain but i want to start with this and mm-hmm. nowadays in today's uh, technology and world is so much easier for us to believe that money is energy because mm-hmm. we really never use money anymore right we use cards uh, we make those transfer uh, transfers back and forth we never get to see the physical money it's just an idea i transfer money from my account to your account no one sees you know we just see some numbers on our phones on our laptops on our on a piece of paper before when we used to have the physical money it was a little bit harder for people to grasp the idea as just energy Yeah. Okay, so now let me explain how and why I say money is energy. Yeah. Well, because if we were to break down money to to take a microscope and look very very deep and break it down and see what the hell is in there. It's a piece of paper. What is paper made of, right? And then we take it uh slower slower going deeper and deeper, we find out that is just nothing is you know energy it breaks down to an atom and then what does the atom have it has a nucleus and then it's just energy the same thing happens if i was to put you on the microscope you are energy as well yeah right? that's right if i take my phone and i put it on the microscope is the same thing so that's what we have to understand everything that is material we see it as solid we see it as material but at the end of the day the uh, basic the origin of everything is that nothingness that we're talking about which is just energy yes that's why it's abundant uh, yes <laughs> you went real deep real fast that's awesome that's so true like Oh my gosh this is actually um you know this shift uh, that uh, was made like I don't know I think it's been more than 100 years now um at least since Einstein um you know came up with his e is equal to mc square formula and right there e is equal to mc square energy is equal to mass 
moving really really fast so mass everything that we perceive as material is just energy moving in specific patterns so exactly. everything everything is energy ultimately and fundamentally and in essence that and it's nothing new is yeah. nothing new mm. it might be new for some people they're just finding this out and it might be mind blowing but this is not new uh, nikola tesla said uh, think of this universe um wait it was not let me think how it was uh everything in this think about everything in this universe as energy frequency and vibration mm. because everything in this universe is reduced to energy frequency and vibration that's how we measure energy yeah? based on the frequency and the vibration right our thoughts are energy mm. our words energy everything is energy so you of course you can argue that no this is not energy this is a phone okay <laughs> but this phone came from somewhere then just fall from the sky right where did this phone came from someone had the thought about making this phone mm. that thought is energy mm. and then they started putting together pieces small pieces yeah together and forming this phone every piece that they put together what is that piece really it can be a piece of plastic a glass whatever it is a battery doesn't matter that still is energy because if you put it under a microscope you also realize that's all it is and that's all it is in the whole universe I can't hear you no more. I think you muted yourself. Um, I'm totally convinced that you're absolutely right. Everything is energy, frequency, mm -hmm. and vibration. And so how does that understanding, how can we apply that understanding to our ability to create money, to make money when we need it and want it? Okay, so it comes down to the process of creation. Mm. There is this, uh, I call it POC, is this process of creation that it doesn't even matter what result you're thinking about, what are you thinking about that exists on this world, it all has the same, kind of follows the same process, including us to come to this world, yeah? And it starts from a belief, mm. then is a thought, then is a feeling associated with that thought that comes from that belief and then is an action because we live in this world we have to materialize through an action we have to do something yeah and then we have the result now if we think uh how did you came up it was first a belief that your parents will one day have a child yeah then they got married and they had probably some thoughts maybe it's time to get pregnant maybe <laughs> let's have a daughter i don't know it was a thought yeah mm -hmm. and then that thought was followed by a feeling 
and probably was excitement, happiness, right? Because that's what happens when you're thinking about those things. And then it was an act. It was an action that had to take place in order for all of this to happen. And then nine, nine months later, we had a result. You. Yeah? True, true. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. If we take the results of not having money, we can trace it back to the belief. What is your core belief about money? Mm. And that's what people need to understand. It all comes down from beliefs that we're having <clears throat> that we've been programmed to believe. Most of them are not even ours. Mm. We just borrow them from parents, from society, from teachers, educators, from TV, from internet, from everyone. And because we heard it so many times, we started believing it. At the, day, at the end of the day, a belief is a thought that's being repeated multiple times. Yes. And think about how many beliefs do we have around money? Mm. Uh, money is bad. Uh, is a de uh, de uh, what is devil's eye? Uh, money uh, <laughs> will not bring happiness. You either have money or love. Now think about, just take one of them. If your belief is that you cannot have money and love, and one of your um, biggest desires is to have love, to find love, what do you think you will do? You will sabotage yourself. You will not get money. You will make yourself broke or as close as possible to give yourself a chance of love and of happiness. It all comes from that belief. It's not even true. It's something that we believe on a subconscious level. Mm. And we always operate from that belief. Yes. And the, the sad thing is we don't just have one belief. We have so many beliefs, especially around money. Because we make money be like this such a big thing, important thing. And like I said, money is important, but really is not that important let's not forget everything that is really important you don't need to pay for you don't pay for the air you breathe you don't need to pay for feeling good for your happiness for loving someone for feeling love right all of those things for being grateful we don't need to pay anything True. and those are things that fulfill us and make us feel alive and gives us that really truly um, happiness feeling that we are all craving. It's not money. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I agree with you. That is so true. That's actually one of the most important things that I also want my clients to understand and really take in as, as a firm grounding belief that our happiness because I'm a happiness expert you know and so I'm yeah. about how can we maximize our happiness and keep growing and deepening our happiness and take control of our happiness and the first thing to understand in that context is to realize that that there are things outside of us that can trigger or stimulate happiness responses within us but for the most part uh, 
it's not actually not even for the most part the fact of the matter is that nothing outside of us actually is what makes us happy it's always about what's going on within us that makes us happy because if you think oh there is a particular person who makes me happy well i mean there are times when you might get in conflict with that person and then even though you're yeah. with that person you're not in that moment of conflict feeling happy or mm-hmm. what if you lose that person for some reason god forbid will you never be able to be happy again oh my gosh that um you know is a uh, uh, like if you believe that then that will be a, a, a terrible uh, consequence uh, in terms of 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 being able to be in control of your happiness you know so uh you're saying it's like that with money too it's ex- the exact same thing it actually is even worse because so many people have a very strong belief that money will bring them happiness mm. and what happens is that they chase money all their lives they're getting three jobs five jobs they're working non-stop they're starting another business doing everything they can to generate more money and then it happens they make it they have it and they get the biggest realization of their life okay why am i not feeling happy right now i have all this money i worked so hard for all of my life what is happening where is that happiness that was promised to me mm. it's all smoke it doesn't exist it's all a myth and that's the reason why so many people that are rich extremely rich millionaires billionaires commit suicide if we're true that money is the absolute happiness and having money solves all of your problems and you're going to be happy forever because you can afford to buy everything go wherever you want do whatever you want if that were true where those people really rich so wealthy deciding to to put an end to their lives they're not happy at all right so yeah. what is happening that's true what is happening tell me more this is the biggest the biggest myth money will not bring you happiness money should never be the driving force for your happiness you have to find what is it that you love doing you have to find your passion you have to find something that when you do you feel alive uh. this is what i'm i'm teaching my clients because i'm working with new and aspiring coaches and some of them they start they want to be coaches because they hear so and so made so much money this is a great industry to be in the fastest second industry uh growing industry in the world oh my god i'm going to make so much money and i always tell them you should not be using money as your driving force mm. because this is not a long term uh thing it will die down very soon uh immediately as soon as you get something that you don't like you get a result you i don't know makes you feel less comfortable you will be out of this business hmm. so find what you love decide that this is something you really love doing helping people 
and then money is just a side effect mm. yes you will make money of course you know we're having we're running businesses and businesses run on profit you have to make a profit right yeah we all know that it's not like we're saying no we're just staying in one leg meditating all day and wishing happiness for the world and <laughs> that's what makes me happy no of course not but that's what i would like people to understand probably this is like the most important message that everyone all of the teachers try to teach mm-hmm. and is this if you find something that when you do you feel alive you feel fulfilled you feel like you can do that thing even if no one pays you even if you'll have to take an extra job to allow you to do that thing that you love when you are so invested and so involved and so passionate you are in that moment vibrating because we just talked earlier about energy vibration and frequency you are vibrating at the same frequency with abundance and with money which means all of the money that you want and that you need are available to you mm-hmm. you are at the same floor if you want with money so imagine uh, this like a very high uh, building yeah let's say with 20 stories building yeah and imagine that abundance is at floor uh, 19 there is where all the money are there they're hanging around they're having fun it's fun and easy <laughs> yeah because they is that frequency is that energy if you are at the first floor and you're dreaming about money well you have to go and take the elevator or go on the stairs go to the floor 19 you cannot stay at first floor wishing hoping killing yourself to make money is the easiest way to make money find something that you love do it with passion and money will just come to you automatically so if i might challenge you on that a bit what yeah. about all the starving artists you know they love what they do they're so passionate about it they give up so much um you know to be able to create that art and yet so many of them are struggling like they're not able to make money at it and the money doesn't just come to them what's going on there i don't really believe so again is the process of creation it has to be something mm. because in the same time there are so many artists that are making so much money i was just watching the other day i was actually finding this on the internet and i showed to one of my clients that was uh, saying something about um what did she say it was something along the lines of people don't have the money to pay people don't want to pay for coaching something like that mm. and i showed her i did a research i showed her on the internet a painting that someone bought it paid for it 87 million dollars and this you know not something extraordinary is just a, in my opinion i'm not an art uh, specialist but it was nothing special really <laughs> i can show it to you by the way <laughs> i'd love to hear your opinion on that but anyway someone paid 87 million for a painting for a piece of art let's just say you cannot say 
that people are not paying for coaching. In the same thing, what you said, yeah, it's true. There are so many, not only artists, there are so many people doing amazing things and struggling. But what is their attachment to money? What is their money script? Because think about this. If I am uh, coaching and I love coaching so much, but while I'm coaching, I'm thinking about money. I don't know why the hell I have to do this and I'm helping so many people and nothing comes back my way and it should not be like this and this is not fair. What am I really doing? What is my energy? Mm. Even though I love coaching. Yeah. So do you see what I'm saying? There is something, there are beliefs, there are thoughts, there are complaints, and we love playing the victim a lot. Yeah. When you play the victim, that doesn't resonate with money. They're not on the same frequency. Mm-hmm. Judgment, criticism, uh, victim, uh, being a victim, blaming. Listen, if you don't have money, it's no one's fault other than yours. In the moment when you can take ownership and realize that every single result that happened in your life, you created it in the same time is empowering yeah. on the other side will really open your eyes <laughs> right yeah but once you realize it once you are aware of it and you own it at least you know how to change it you know from now on okay what do i want i want to do what i love and make millions impact millions cool go and do it you can it's your result and you know you can achieve it Hmm. yeah i i i agree with you and i think the only shift that i have made in my thinking is uh, the way that i understand this notion of taking responsibility like for myself and my results and you know rather than saying okay if i don't have money it's my fault I'm like, because, oh my gosh, that, uh, to think that something's my fault makes me feel terrible. It compromises my happiness. I don't want to think that. So then I think to myself, okay, I do want to take responsibility for my results and my actions and my feelings and my thoughts. And I do take responsibility, but what, what, what does that really mean? You know, and I found this really, really wonderful definition of of responsibility. It actually is what they teach in um, nonviolent communication. And they say to take responsibility simply means that you recognize that no matter the circumstance, no matter the situation, you're always responsible. You're always responsible. And that's what it means to take responsibility to recognize that whatever my situation is i'm responsible in the situation i can respond to it i can do something to create change and make things better you know and i was like oh that's amazing because when you take this definition of responsibility then you can take full responsibility and there's no blaming or judging yourself or anyone else um you're just recognizing that you're responsible and that makes me feel so happy yes 
And it's not even about guilt and shame and all of that, because I don't want anyone to to have those feelings and to beat themselves up. That's not helpful at all. But come on, let's be honest. Most people, they just never knew. They is the first time they're finding out. I'm talking to so many people and when I tell them, well, you know, you created this result, they're shocked. They can't believe it. So they argue. Their first uh, reaction is to argue. No, that cannot be. How can I create? I never wanted something like that. And then you explain to them. And when they get it, then yeah, it's a different story because then at least they're moving to the next decision they're making, having this information, knowing, being responsible, like you say, yep, being responsible and then it's up to them we always have the right to choose right we have the freedom to choose whatever we want for ourselves no one tells us that we cannot be broke if that's what we choose to experience go ahead it's an experience yeah if you want to experience wealth go ahead it's an experience so we have the right to experience whatever we choose to but at least to be aware that we have the options to not be victims, to not say, I'm broke, I don't have money because of this person, because of the government, because of the pandemic, because of my job, my boss, my parents, has nothing to do with any of that, only with you. Yeah, yeah, I hear you, I hear you. Um, And it, it makes me think about, like I'm thinking back to the days when I used to really struggle with money. And I remember when I first started coaching and training and healing, I also got into the work because I really was passionate about wanting to help other people, about wanting to share with them what I had learned up to that point in my life about how to be happy and how to live with more peace. And 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 then when i started started my coaching practice um it was like okay i, I know how to coach i know how to train i know how to heal because i got training in that i actually spent a year and a half and more actually years more than that uh, preparing um uh, you know myself and learning all the things that I, I was then wanting to teach uh, but one thing I hadn't learned was how to think about money and how to you know like um, be in a good healthy relationship with money and I, I didn't really know anything about how to make money how to create money and you know all that kind of stuff and so I, I, I must say, I, I fell into a lot of like negative thinking patterns. Like, yeah. um, uh, I was like, oh my gosh, it's so hard. It's so hard <laughs> yeah. to make money. Why is it Not so hard? Why do, I have to, <laughs> why do I even have to think about money and making money? Yeah. Why, can't, why can't I just do what I love and the money should just show up for me? But it wasn't happening. And I, uh, and at some point I started working with a teacher who helped me with my money mindset. And he was like, if you think making money is hard, 
and that's how you're going to experience life exactly. that's how you're going to experience um uh, money coming into your life that it will always be very hard so think about shift your mindset how can you think differently um how can you th- uh, re- recognize that it's actually really easy to make money how can you shift your thinking to realize that it's actually fun to make money uh, <laughs> and i was like yeah. oh oh okay okay so that got <laughs> that, that sounds fun the right, <laughs> right direction yeah yeah it's true but think about i think everything starts or if someone wants to to shift their money mindset right now is thinking okay everything sounds good but what do i actually do what do i have to do what i will say the first thing you have to do is really change your money script but to change it you have to know what it is right so in order to know what it is start um be aware and start checking yourself making whatever whenever you have a thought about money a discussion about money see how you're talking about money and how you're thinking about money mm. and start writing in a journal in a notebook and identify as many thoughts and words about money as possible because once you have that that's your money script uh-huh that's in the background and you operate from that mm. so if you don't like your results you look at that script that you're having and yeah. you know what results this beliefs thinking um, thinking pattern words generate yeah and you want to change that cool mm-hmm. how do you change it because it's very easy it too yes it's like how do i change it and also what do i change it to because like exactly. what are the more empowering beliefs that i can have about money um, yeah and i didn't know i didn't know of course that's what i'm saying when you don't know you just don't know mm-hmm. you're excused because you never knew you don't know what to do but when you know what's your excuse then like now that you know everyone that's listening now you know <laughs> you can't use the excuse of not knowing now that you know you cannot create results you're not happy with not about money anyway because we talked about money so to continue we have our script and we have beliefs like money is bad money is hard all of that and then at the same time we catch ourselves talking about money I'm broke. I hate this money. Uh I can't stand when I have to pay money. Things like that. This is what you have to really pay attention to. Because and I really love how Bob Proctor says, money comes where where is invited and stays where is welcomed. Mm. Think about if you will be talking the way you talk about money with your partner, your wife, your husband, your kids they won't even want to be around you <laughs> so you have to change your relationship with money mm. treat money like something special like something um that you love something that you want to have a relationship with not like something that you hate mm. when you start doing that and of course i'm not saying you're not going to change this now in five minutes is a process 
but you have to be willing to work on it because it will make amazing change uh, it will blow your mind the transformation that you will start noticing yeah. in your life in the results that you're getting once you start applying the work just reading about or hearing about it's not going to do anything you have to apply it mm. so your first job when you want to change your relation when you want to change your money results is change your relationship with money make that relationship a very good one a loving relationship start talking to your money you see money in your bank account oh my god i love you i missed you where were you uh-huh <laughs> yeah like it <clears throat> you a bill comes in your email you open that email and you feel like you're being triggered and you feel oh again and now i'm not gonna have my no immediately change it i'm so happy i'm so grateful <clears throat> because i can afford to pay it if you can't afford to pay it well it's okay at least be grateful for you know what that bill is for electricity mm-hmm. be grateful for what electricity offers you right be grateful for the things that you have that you can afford right now because for sure you can afford things you're not grateful for yeah we all can most of us anyways so starting changing this relationship with money will create massive shifts in your vibration in your energy and you will start automatically attracting more money into your life but it takes some time and it takes a bit of effort it's not overnight i'm sorry there is no quick fix <laughs> oh thank you thank you so much ara for sharing all of this with us and i'm so sorry i'm going to have to sort of uh, wrap up for today just because you're running out of time um do you have any other last words of wisdom you want to share with us for right now Just remember the process of creation. Everything it doesn't even have to be about money. Every single result that you're experiencing experiencing in your life right now, you can trace it down to a belief, which means you can always change the result you're having if you're changing that belief. So just start having better thoughts. Remember a belief is just a thought that's been repeated enough times. until you started believing it yeah so start repeating the thoughts that you want that you know will create the result you want and when you do that your whole life is going to transform and it's going to change the way you want yay i love that thank you so much again and so welcome you know what we'll we'll probably have to bring you back so you can continue to share more of your wisdom with us thank you so of much of course i love that thank you so much for having me it was so much fun and easy <laughs>